Welcome to Was It Good? I'm Ravi, joined by Christian Arjuna. Mr. Michael's over in the producer's chair. Happy Halloween. If you're watching us on YouTube.com slash Was It Good, you'll see that Christian and I are dressed up because it's Halloween, but we're not talking Squid Games. We're talking Dune. <laughs> not you can, you can check out our Squid Games podcast uh, on yes, Spotify, you iTunes, or wherever you get your podcast, or YouTube.com slash I'm going to take this mask off. While well, I'm taking this mask off and changing real quick here on the side, give me, guys, your one-word impression for Dune. Or Juno. Yes, go ahead, Juno. <laughs> so for me, no, we're just jumping right in here. Uh, so yes, for, we are. For me, for Dune, I'm going to go with epic. Epic? That's my one word. Are you for real with that? Yeah. Feels like a cop-out, honestly. No, I mean, it, it is, I mean, the movie was kind of billed as an epic. You know, mm-hmm. I got to see it in theaters on IMAX. And, you know, in terms of the visual experience and, and how the movie is built, this very much came out as an epic. You know, I got to read the book last year. Oh, um, after my recommendation for doing it for your book club. Yeah, and you're then welcome. you and then you're supposed to join the book and club. And I completely just, backed out of that you're one. Like, I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't no, read. you know what it is about book clubs is you are like, it's a lot of pressure it's because true. you're reading with a bunch of other people and you're expected to like participate and like sure. be at a certain level with these other people. Yeah, it's I would like, say you have to be at like a certain level. Well, yeah, like, you like have to be, I just always assume I'm the smartest lo- person uh, in the room. Everyone has to be at a grade Actually. five <laughs> reading level. And if you don't meet that criteria, <laughs> you're out. That's not what I mean. You're out. I'm terms of like level of engagement. Yeah, I in suppose. In terms of like the book club. You don't have to be that engaged. So. You just, you know, show up. So you read it for your book club. Yeah. Just the first book. book yeah, one. just the first part, which, you know, is basically the, the movie. Um, well... The first half of the book is this movie. The first part, so the at least the version I have is broken up into three parts. The book you have, yeah, the Dune book, right? And that first part of the first third of the book is the movie. Interesting. Very beginning to the very end. Which of version of the book do you have? Do you remember? It's like a, it's a, um, it's a Barnes and Noble like hardcover edition. Does oh. it say soon to be a major motion picture? It doesn't. I actually, I actually got the version. <laughs> that I actually bought Dune well before, like I think back in college, and I hadn't sat down to read it yet, so I've had it for a while. Oh, I'd be okay. curious to um, see because the original I don't think is broken into any parts. It's just yeah. one big, you know, Bible. chunky, thick boy. You sure? Yeah, I mean the, yeah, the book is so, yeah. it, it's essentially one thing, but it just has hmm. yeah, it just has like markers to denominate like a first, second, and third. Yeah, part like like a part one or yeah. Uh, yeah. Which many of these like yeah. books do, like the original Lord Absolutely. of the Rings is just one book, and it has the divisions of you know Fellowship, Two Towers, and mm. Turn of the King. And each of the, and each of those um, books is right. has is divided into two. Right, like Fellowship of the Ring is actually like two parts. Right, same thing with Two Towers and. Didn't people? Didn't some people Return think for like Fellowship of the? Before movies came out, you know, back in the late nineties, early two thousands. Uh, people were speculating like where Fellowship of the Ring would end, and some people thought it was actually going to end with Gandalf's mm. death, because um, I think that is like the clean break in the book, maybe between part one and part two of Fellowship. I don't know, but yeah, but I, I, you know, this was this was an epic. This is kind of the you know it was the first time seeing this. It's an older book, right? I think published in the sixties, nineteen sixty five or so, seems about right. Um, that a lot before of Star our, Trek before Star Wars. Yeah, a lot of our a lot of our modern media, a lot of the movies um, and TV shows that we talk about on this very podcast were inspired by Dune. Um, our our producer Michael had some humorous texts in another text group where he he was kind of trolling and being like, "Wow, I can't believe Dune like stole from Game of Thrones and Star Wars and everything." So it's interesting you uh, say that because uh, Frank Herbert. Ba- so Frank Herbert passed away in the mid to late eighties. Uh, he actually didn't get to finish his entire series. His son, right. Brian Herbert, uh, along Good old with Brian. yeah, Brian, along with uh, <laughs> Kevin Anderson, were the ones that finished the Dune series. Quote based on notes that they found from Frank Herbert. We'll get into that whole fun. There's another famous book series that had something similar happened, right? The Wheel of Time. Yes. Books yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Probably that's what's going to happen with Game of Thrones, huh? Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> At this uh, rate. Does George R. R. Martin have kids? I don't think. I don't know. No, Does he have any uh, hairs to his... Uh, Maybe. You know. Hey, but, Bra- uh, Brandon Sanderson will step but in. But back to... <laughs> well, 
Mar- but back to Mike to back to Michael's <laughs> point with uh, you know the trolling of oh, Dune takes a lot from Star Wars. Sure. Uh, Frank Herbert was in an interview in the early '80s, and somebody had asked about because obviously by the '80s, Star yeah. Wars Episode Four, Five, and Six already come out. Yeah, and there was something along the lines of oh, you know, like. Do you, how do you feel about the fact that Luke is very much like Paul Atreides, and he kind of went off on a rant? Oh, just like yeah, it's a complete fucking, you know, it's stolen from Paul. Well, I mean, George basically took Dune and he took his favorite like samurai movies, and he's like, what if I combined them and <laughs> made them into a movie? <laughs> well, there you go. Love I mean, it. well, there's also like before David Lynch in 1984's Dune. Um, Michael, can you help me with the name of the Yurovsky was a um, a uh, Spanish film, Spanish film director that was kind of given the option to make a Dune epic, which wasn't anything like the books. It was way more spacing out there. It was going to come in like 20 hours or something. But a lot of the <laughs> creative people that he put together in that group to come up with that, um, the story goes in Hollywood that there's, I think, five of these gigantic, like, thousand-page books that give detail, like shot breaks down, shot breakdowns, uh, descriptions, um uh, concept art and all that fun stuff and mm. it floated in Hollywood and certain directors and people got uh, their hands on those things. And, and that's then what, stole like, the concept basically art. Basically stole the yeah. stuff. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, Ralph McQuarrie, you know, who did all the original concept stuff for Star Wars, he worked on Dune concept stuff before Star Wars. Oh, well, Salvador uh, Dali? Yeah. Salvador Dali was going to be... That's crazy. He was supposed to be, I believe, the Baron. Um, that what? was the role that... Wait, um, the artist? Yeah. Holy shit. Salvador Dali was still around in the Yeah, yeah, no no no. I, no, uh, I realized her seventies um, or whatever. So. I didn't realize I didn't realize yeah, he was uh, Wells, like yeah. plugged into like film in the filmmaking. I mean obviously his art is very it's like legendary. It's Has like anyone iconic, seen the um the the eighties Dune movie? Nineteen eighty four David Lynch's Dune? Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that because I, I have I want to Starring about, Sting. I starring Sting. <laughs> There's a lot of differences between the book between the book, between the David Lynch and then between um, Denise's 2021 Dune. Um, and then there's also a difference between the sci-fi Dune that stars uh, James McAvoy. <laughs> was that from the early 2000s? Early 2000s, yeah. yeah. He oh. plays uh, um, the second, which is Paul Atreides' son. Oh, so Children they, did, of Dune. they did the later adaptations. They went all over the place with their thing. Yeah. Um, but real quick, back to one word impressions. I'm going to throw out uh, a low-hanging fruit one, which is society. <laughs> okay, Joker. <laughs> uh, no, the reason I go with that is because I think, and this is also my favorite part of Dune, which has been just kind of the social impact that we're already seeing with this film. Mm. The social commentary is huge. Um, it's really cool to kind of see a lot of people all of a sudden get really, really into like the origins of a lot of the sci-fi that we care about and enjoy, and even some of the origins that are you see translated into comic book movies right now. Um, I think that's really, really cool, so... I think society's doing and well like, for once. And like, so I I saw the movie on Wednesday, um, at and I saw it in IMAX, and I was surprised. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a Wednesday. Like, it shouldn't be a full theater, full theater, it was packed, packed theater. Yeah. Um, and that's you know, that's five days after the movie came out. So I, I think it's like during a pandemic. Yeah. yeah, I think definitely, and it's also out on HBO Max, right? Mm-hmm. So people are like definitely going out and seeing the movie. So I think there's like a lot of interest in this movie, and there's there's just the interest is continuing to build too. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if, like, this second weekend, as we're getting into it, the Halloween weekend, is maybe the same or maybe even a little higher. Of what the, else of is there to go weekend, see, honestly, you know? that's opening this weekend? Is anyone I mean, a bunch of movies opened last weekend, like yeah. the French Dispatch, which is Wes Anderson's new movie, The Last Night in um, Soho, which is Edgar Wright's new movie. Yeah. Um, and there's something else. I forget what the other one was. Um, is Venom 2 still in theaters? <laughs> it is like theaters, actually. Yes, it is. Oh. I have no. Oh idea. man, it's what a waste. A Do you think, real quick, like speaking of HBO Max, obviously HBO made a big gamble with like for 2021, we're going to release all of our big blockbusters both in theaters and on HBO Max. Obviously, this movie is banked in, brought in a shit ton of money. Uh, do you think HBO is like? Praying and being like, "Thank fucking God, this oh, paid yeah. off." I don't this could have like this could have fucked them in the face. Did you guys read the re- the official release when they announced Dune Two was coming out? They said exclusively in theaters, not same day on mm-hmm. HBO Max. Like, yeah, that was a definitive part of the release. And well, they and did say like 2022, yeah. some will, but not all. Yeah, not, they're not copying. And I think the CEO of like Warner Media and stuff has come out and said like, "Yeah, we made a mistake." 
like in terms oh, doing of, the whole year. Yeah, at least for uh, their finances, they probably did. Like they like doing it probably made sense to do the first six months and then when things were a little more struck and then reevaluate. And but reel did it they back. know about their buyout and their that? Because remember, the beginning of twenty twenty one. That must have, they must have after known a the bit. HBO's like discussion of we're going to do the simul release. That's when we heard all the talks about Time Warner kicking them right. out and selling it over to was it Discovery. Yeah, it's, so Warner Media and Discovery are going to merge into a new company. Warner Discovery or something, or yeah. Discovery Warner. Yeah, yeah something exactly. stupid. Exactly. And uh, Christian, your one word impression to round this out. Oh man, uh, yeah, low hanging fruit. Just to jump off of your discussion is Tatooine. Um, Tatooine, obviously, Tatooine? Tatooine. Yeah, Dune, Sand Planet, Tatooine, Sand Planet. I thought you were gonna go. I'm just using that word. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Tatooine because I think again I like Arjuna, like you, like everyone was just very struck by uh, the parallels between Star Wars, Star Wars specifically. Let's be honest, and Dune, um, and Tatooine is like the easy parallel, like the easy. If I was going to sum it up, mm-hmm. that's that should have like been Arrakis. Like because huh? Arrakis is now <laughs> the original desert planet. Not my other my not other one word impression would have been like Foundation, mm-hmm. uh, because which Foundation was written well before was before Dune. Dune and yeah. uh, so you're saying Isaac like Asimov has a as a bone. Well, they say the Chris, don't they say <laughs> Isaac? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't they say Isaac Asimov is like the grandfather, or the father of sci-fi or modern day sci-fi, like all of it? So George yes. Lucas is just a bastard child, basically. Oh, <laughs> hot take. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. That's true. We do have dead air. I love dead air. But anyway, you were saying that with Tatooine. Favorite. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's it's just uh, it's easy to see where you know George stole <coughs> stole uh, some ideas. What about them laser swords, though? I mean, actually, so I I, I had a question about this, <laughs> and I think a lot of people would have questioned, and Ravi has an answer. It was interesting that this is a movie with a lot of like cool technology. Um, you know, like why didn't why weren't there like handguns? Like why weren't there laser? Uh, you know, a lot of the combat, uh, the the person man to man combat involved knives. batons, right, and knives and and uh, a lot hand to hand stuff. I'm like, oh, that's an interesting choice. Obviously, I haven't read the books. You know, so there was a, a book. There is a book called the Dune the Encyclopedia the um, by Willis E. McNally and. Uh, I'm sure if you looked in there, it would tell you. The cool thing with Dune, like many of like the great stories that we really, really like, they have a lot of world building and a lot of information. Yeah. And from what I could gather, the reason that we see these weird shield things in hand-to-hand combat is because the shield things protect against projectiles. So the only way to kill someone is to, use a, is, a, is to use a like an actual knife because it will go slow enough that it can break through right. uh, a shield while a projectile... it. it it's going so fast, it'll just bounce right yeah. off. Yeah, and, and you, and you sort of, and I like, I like because you sort of have to infer that in the movie yeah. from when Gurney and Paul are doing the hand-to-hand training, and he explains it's like you got to do it a certain speed and maybe an angle. He might have mentioned angle with mm-hmm. the knife to to pierce the shield, and so if you, you know, you have to project or you know read up on it. Like that's why lasers or gun or or bullets, you know, wouldn't work against that technology. And I thought that's. Pretty cool. Good old Thanos. Also, there weren't guns in that technology when Frank Herbert wrote that book, so he wouldn't have thought of them. The guns existed. Yeah, guns and the idea of lasers, that's been around forever. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, he wrote the book in the... 60s. In the Stone Ages. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, when our parents were born. Yeah, you're right, Stone Ages. Yeah, (laughs) apologies. The world was black and white. weren't there guns in the Stone Ages, No. Yeah. Well, it depends on what you classify as Stone Are we just... Stargate's real? Yeah, what you know the the, <laughs> the Stargates and Dem the, the Gwawuld were around. The Gwawuld. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was very that was oh, well, I don't know what that was. Well, you know, Ron, uh, you know, uh, Jason Momoa was in Stargate Atlantis. Boom. Just saying. Wow. So Jason Momoa has been in two of the greatest sci-fi's ever. Okay. Okay. Stargate no. is considered a great sci-fi. No. Yes, By who? Is. You? By me and the collective known as the people that decide what is a great sci-fi. <laughs> All 800,000 fans of Stargate. <laughs> 800,000? What a number. Yeah. What a hey, number. They are some of the that was those weak- fans. Those were the weeklies there. back in the early 2000s for us. You wanted oh, my really God. <laughs> there, yeah. are, there are... Quick, remember half our, convention. What hall. is the YouTube oh, guy yeah. that we've been watching a lot of videos? It's Quinn. Quinn's ideas. Quinn's ideas. 
real quick, like comparing like Dune fans and Stargate fans, right? Oh man, I'm sure when Quinn started like making his YouTube videos years ago, yeah, years ago, like he has got vi- I think some videos like six, seven years he, old. He, by or the way, older. this guy is the like de facto yeah YouTube, YouTube Dune guy, Dune guy, yeah. He's now like the most popular individual probably on YouTube. Oh God! Because he explains just everything. Just blowing up, yeah. So if we shift guys and just focus <laughs> only on Stargate, pivot. pivot. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then talk. if they make another movie in ten years, yeah, we will we'll blow be, up. Oh, that's we'll called that's called hyper focusing on like a really small niche market. Yeah, which works Could if work. they have passionate fans, Could work. right? Yeah. Could work. Well, I don't think Stargate fans are passionate. <laughs> I think that's the problem. They're I think they're fans. dead. Yeah. They're very passive. They're dead? Passive oh, no. Well, I mean, think about it. Like, Stargate at its height was 20 years ago. At its height. So you just think about, like, the natural fall-off and probably the age of wait, that Wait, wait, why would you say oh, 2000 yeah. was the height of Stargate? No, like, the mid-2000s. Like, 2005, 2006 was, like, the height of SG-1. Everything after that was, like, it was falling off. Like, well, that was even because of the sales with NBC and, yeah, and the change and then, in CEO. And then it fell, it fell off yeah. and everything. I feel like so. he's right, because Stargate, to me, has never been popular. So, so he can say it, any it, day, and I'd be like, yeah, it's, it's sounds right. You know, it fell <laughs> off, and then people just moved on to other things, and, and probably people died. Marvel. Why is it with you and Something dying? Like yeah, people die. Back to life. Speaking of things that are dying, or choose DVD chapter listing. <laughs> oh, no. I get paid for my segues, by the way. You don't. I do. By who? Uh, by who? I send a cash Is this request a, to my fake my cash app. Somebody pays him not to do it. Yeah. Uh, Arjuna, as Fair always, enough. does a DVD chapter listing because we are archaic. We are boomers. Just kidding. No, we're not. And as always, Christian yeah, is going to read this. <laughs> and Christian, I don't know... Oh, my own voice. How you, about my own voice? You've not seen David Lynch's 1984 nope. Dune, right? Okay. Nope. I'm going to give you a quick piece of information here uh, before we get into the DVD chapter listing. So Dune, the book series, as you all are aware, Arjuna probably better than anyone, it's very kind of interpersonal dialogue heavy, a lot of characters talking to themselves and kind of explaining what's going on. There's also a lot of narrative pieces of other characters kind of explaining. Like, for example, in the Dune book, Paul Atreides' future wife. There's a bunch of like um, epigraphs and oh, Chani. Yeah, not Chani. Um, Did you uh, say uh, little Chani? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I better right here. So his actual new album. His um, <laughs> oh, you mean the royalty. princess yeah, yeah, Uralan, yeah. who is yeah. the daughter to uh, right Sham the emperor, the emperor's daughter. Spoiler alerts for those who haven't read the books. Oh, whoopsie! And for the sequel movie coming up, and for the the next ten movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I only dive. I only so for this pod, we are only focusing. On Dune 2021, Dune 1984, and Dune the first book, so Dune Messiah, and Dune nothing with the other books. We will mention <laughs> some things here and there, but nothing that is going to be super super heavy. Um, but anyway, in the 1984 David Lynch Dune, in order to kind of portray all of this inner talking, what David or Mr. Lynch would do is he would have his actors do a shit ton of voiceovers with very long takes of the actors kind of just staring at each other as like Paul would talk about the spice melange. This substance was so powerful and like very, very descriptive and like info dumping galore. But it it would be an inner voice. voice. And it was also it was also very, very, very ASMR where it's very like the spice melange. So anyway. To kind of circle this all back up, I want you to read these DVD chapter (laughs) listings with (laughs) inner monologue ASMR style, with a very, very, with a very like heavy spice melange. Yeah, spice melange. Almost like Quinn's ideas. He, so he de- Quinn's ideas uh, yeah. does like the reads like passages and then yep. get, and he does it in a very like yeah. a very distinct uh, yeah. style. But that's what we're going for. So go ahead. Pass the water. Oh, let me can do an intro here. Quiet. Uh, oh, you really want to go? Oh, go okay. Well, this is our Junior's DVD I'll, chapter I'll listing sure for Dune. Dune. Oh wow. Okay. Dune. <laughs> Pass the water now. Expensive ceremony. Sparring with Thanos. What's in the box? Couldn't, couldn't help myself, sorry. Sandy bagpipes. Aquaman and Thanos' friendship goals. Bombs away. A bad toothache. Falling with style. Ronin goes down swinging. It's time to duel. 
You I'm gonna say, Arjun, this is probably like an eight out of ten for DVD chapter listings. Wow. Primarily because pretty much every like eighty percent of these chapters is just a take on uh, pop culture. <laughs> That's what I try with all of my. my well, this one you really did a good job with. Really kind of like fill in very very nice. Like I said, this movie stars Moon Knight, Thanos, and Aquaman. <laughs> Play the Avengers music. <laughs> oh, and uh, Mary Jane. <laughs> Wait, Mary Jane. Oh, Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, wow. Zendaya. Was she really in the movie? She was just a B roll. And so then Buzz five Feed, lines. Buzzfeed counted it. It's seven minutes of screen time. <laughs> oh man, isn't she like? That's isn't technically she, like, more than second? a dinosaur's <laughs> in Jurassic she, Park. She, she is literally wow. built second. She's in so much marketing for the movie. To, uh, to be fair though, Denis has said for part two, yeah, she's going to be the point of view. She's going to be the which main is, character, which is the, the same movie. in the book. Like in the yeah. book, it's very Paul f- heavy first, and then uh, her character, whose name I can't pronounce, Chani. Oh, Mary Jane. Chani. Can we just call her? Can we just change the character's name? Like, like I said, we can refer really to him as their superhero a, name. Yeah, yes. the pseudo. Yeah, yeah. Who is Timothy Chalamet? Is he, has he been cast? He doesn't as have a, a superhero alias. Timo. Timothy Priest. Wait, wait. Can we Calumet. just call him Mr. Wonka because he's going to be in the oh, movie? Yeah, oh, yeah. Let's call him Willie. Let's, let's call, call him Willie. Willie. <laughs> so, Willie, Willie Moon Willie Atreides. <laughs> Willie Atreides. Son of Poe Dameron. Wait, and then, and then the mom, Jessica, she was in uh, Mission Impossible, Rebecca yes. Ferguson. Yep. Right? What was her character's name in Mission Impossible? A uh, person that annoyed <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Viva Vendetta. Nope. Mrs. Impossible. Mrs. Impossible. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Impossible. Impossible. Uh... Uh, that was good. That was good. And you did a really good job, I think, of uh, portraying what the 1984 version of Dune. Spice Malone. I, I'm curious. After watching Dune, in some Dune. cases reading Dune, does anyone here have a desire to torture themselves and watch the Dune 1984 I kind of want to. I, I kind of want to as I well. I do want yeah. to. I don't and know just if I want to wait until closer to like part two. Like do... Do the 1984 version, and then do, like, the 2021 version. And then do sci-fi. And then then do maybe, like, the sci-fi. I'm just looking at, real quick, the runtime. Because the 1984 version is the entire book. It's not like it's broken into parts or anything. So the runtime for Dune 1984 is two hours and 17 minutes. Oh, that's shorter than part one. Shorter than part one. Part one is only two hours and 30 minutes. And (laughs) 35 minutes. Okay, yeah. So it's uh, obviously a lot longer. Did it feel longer than two hours and 35 minutes for anyone? Yes. I had to pee, so that's why. I will say my answer is biased. How so? So I saw another movie two days before this movie that was similar in runtime. So which one felt longer? The other movie. Interesting. (laughs) That makes me very nervous for that movie now. To the point where, do I even need to bother at this point? Like, should I just wait for that other movie? Which is going to be our pod in a week. Yeah. If you can guess what it is, good for you. It did. We'll f- send you a sticker. <laughs> we'll send you a sticker. Yes. No, we only have 15. I Wait, think we have 10. We're going to auction those. We're going to yeah. auction them off. Uh, it did feel long, but it wasn't. that wasn't a bad thing. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Because it, it took its time. Yep. And uh, I mean, d- like, his movies, uh, mm-hmm. Denis Villeneuve's movies, like, he did Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. Arrival. Um, he did Sirocco. Uh, oh, he did Arrival? <laughs> Sriracha. The movie of Sicario. He did, yeah, he did Sicario. And all those movies <laughs> nope, are that like... That movie's now called Sriracha. <laughs> Sriracha. Starring a Thanos. Oh, the Mad Titan going after the wor- the universe's <laughs> Sriracha inventory. But, yeah, I mean, those movies are all... They're all long, but I, I do really enjoy his, like, his style of filmmaking where it is, like... Very intentional, very drawn out. Like you really get music driven, right? Music driven. Yeah. You get to spend time in these environments, building a mood. These characters, like and it's very moody. Like yeah, and there's and mood, it's, there's yeah. just like, like really great themes and like it. You know, maybe I'm just like slow and stupid, but I need that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I need I need maybe it to be intentional. I'm slow and stupid, you know? like or maybe I, you're methodical and smart. Wow, that's that's the nicest thing you've ever said. It's probably true. <laughs> it's on camera. <laughs> Happy birthday. What's interesting, birthday. too, so obviously, like, when you're comparing the two movies, the two adaptations, yeah. you know, he's obviously taking his time. Um, David he, Lynch didn't? David Lynch. I don't know what David Lynch was doing. <laughs> David Lynch. Right, real quick. Real quick David Lynch, he made this movie called Eraserhead. I don't know if you've ever had the... the, the um, the, uh, the torture fortitude? to like be oh. forced to watch that piece of garbage. All like film students 
most of them think it's a fucking work of art, but it's a giant pile of shit. Here's the thing I've learned: um, college, what college students, college film students, yeah, oh yeah. think is good, yeah, wrong. changes within I think two years of them graduating. Usually, yeah, they are because they're out of that. They're just pretentious. But now, assholes. like you know, college students are all into like the Dark Knight, right? Because that's over a decade old, and they're like, yeah, that gritty Dark Knight movie. Oh, they like so it. Good. I actually yeah. don't know what college kids like, are into because I'm an adult. Well, I mean, we are. <laughs> Why would I want? We to are know? all well into our thirties at this point. You're All not. of us here are into our thirties. Are tell you? Us? No, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you age? Uh, but I will here? say, I will say this. So, uh, David Lynch tried to have his name removed from his yes, adaptation because yes. he like, yeah, he did. Not I, like I think it. the studio got like super involved and made a lot of cuts and stuff. And he's like, I don't like this. So he's blaming. We're blaming the studio. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, David wanted more ASMR. He wanted more Jean Luc Picard. Um, but obviously, it's interesting. Like I said, like. You know, this movie is not the full Epic Noir's Dune Messiah. It's just the, you know, part one. There's another part coming. But obviously, there were still things that were changed and some things that were left out from the book. Uh, I said earlier, one of the big ones um, in the books, you had uh, Paul's future wife, Princess Iryulan, who is the daughter of the emperor. There were certain chapters that would start with uh, epigraphs that would kind of talk about who Paul would become as a leader, giving kind of more context. Now, some articles I was reading, like BuzzFeed, were saying like this was left out. I kind of argue that it's still kind of in the movie, specifically when Paul is on Dune after the big murdering of you know, um, the, you know, the house and everything. Him and his mother are under the sand, and he's like, you know, having a really bad acid trip. And he's seeing mm-hmm. the jihad that his people were going to be doing, and and he was feeling how he would feel. I kind of feel like that's somewhat similar to what you were getting with like the princess kind of having those big epilogues or mm-hmm. those big discussions in the beginning. Um, we, again, doing it that way, thousand times better than ASMR in yeah. monologues. I think very much. I mean, so. I I feel like what you're describing works well in a novel. Mm-hmm. Right when you have it's, it's a far longer experience, right? Um, so having these like little moments, uh, having <laughs> having these moments of like seeing what a character could become, um, I think makes sense in a novel. In a movie, not so much because you wanna you don't want too much spoiled or. Of course, we can get into it though. The whole vision thing mm-hmm. is very interesting uh, in the movie. I'm not sure how different that is from the book or if it's the same, but well, I think we have an unreliable visions. In the movie, the visions happen in the book. Yeah, um, it's just monologue discussion. Reliable though, because we have a few instances where Paul sees things, and he even says it. There's a line in there as well where he's like, uh, "The mother asks him, is like, do your visions happen? You know, as they do?'" And he's like, "Not exactly." And then we have several instances where he has visions, but it doesn't play out like that at all. Yeah. You know? Like the fight scene at the very end when he uh, takes that man's life. Yeah. He, be- he kind of beats him very easily. Well, he's uh, a duke. Well, now he's a duke, but he was trained, you know, in combat. By the two greatest yeah. fighters. Right. Yeah. And the Fremens are, you know, scavengers. But the Fremens. So. Though, to be fair, Duncan Ido has a line earlier in the movie where he says he fights a Fremen and he. He says, "I was never, I've never been closer to death, death yeah. fighting this fremen." So you also know that they are formidable fighters, but right. not formidable. Uh, which is interesting because, like, in the, in terms of like the politics of Dune, and in terms of like the power rankings, if you will, of, like <laughs> all the houses and their armies, the um, emperor's army is kind of considered, you know, top tier, elite. Yeah. Yeah. the elite. But then um, House of Trades under Gurney, they're ca- Gurney the whole, and Duncan. Part know. of the reason. The Emperor and the Harkonnens Harkonnens decided to wipe them out is because in terms of popularity, the Atreides were going up there. And then in terms of imperial or uh, military might, they were also getting to a point where they could take on the Emperor's army and potentially even win. Yeah. Mm. So if if, if somebody from the Atreides army is saying the Fremen, you know, are up there, it makes sense. Big spoiler, by the way. While, well, actually, we, we saw it, right? The Fremen... In, in these visions, anyway, they do a jihad in Paul's name, going out and just murdering and taking on armies galore. So, oh, it looked like the Empire, right? Did it, in the vision, does it look like they're taking on? Empire? They're taking on everybody. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, no, okay. they're just taking and, uh, on you know, everybody. Go, going back yeah. to like yeah. your your like you know the discussion of Paul's kind of visions, 
you know, it it never goes how he sees it, but there's like the themes, right? Yes. So like he learned stuff, right? Specifically, yeah. like him dying and losing in the battle is the theme of like him taking a life, right? Mm-hmm. Part of him does die like by killing because he is now it's the first man he's ever killed, right? Too. And so yeah. he so in so in in some ways his old the old version of him is passing on now because he has to become this new Paul because mm. he is now the Duke, he is now the head of House Atreides, right? right He's the right. new head. So uh, as I think I think that's what the the visions are. And I think that's why it works so well on the movie front because like you can actually see those visions versus just having them described on, on page and in the book. Yeah, that actually would be an advantage. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Martin stole his line, kill the boy to become the man. I don't know if is mm. that in the show? That's in the book. John John that's a big thing for John is he has to kill the boy inside to become the man that he needs to be. Right. Nice. Nice. And also the fact that as well, uh, that the same man that he kills gives him vital information when they're flying through the storm. So not only does he have a vision of losing to that man, Mm -hmm. the same man mentors him in another universe, another dimension, another timeline, right? And he gets vital information. Like he gives him the information. like when you're in the desert, you have to just let go. Is that the same man? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so again, this is super interesting. This is yeah. kind of a spoiler, yeah. but the whole point Spice of <laughs> Paul and the um, what is the sisterhood called? Uh, the Bene Gesserit. The Bene Gesserit. Their whole thing is to basically make a super god, mm. like a person that can kind of lead, a chosen one, influence, <laughs> and do this Neo. whole thing. But they have this <laughs> ability called pres- predestination. So something their, of that when nature. they growl with their voices. They're yes. like, get me the water. Well, basically, but basically, the, their power is able to see. It's kind of like, um, doc. The way I look at it is, it's kind of like Doctor Strange's ability to look at multiple realities and multiple decisions. They Paul has that kind of ability, so he's able to see different things and then pull upon those things and then adjust accordingly. Oh, it's, it's really funny because we just watched the next, uh, the most recent Foundation episode. Yep. A lot of parallel themes here. It's pretty cool. It's almost like Foundation came first. Oh, yeah. Oh, it did. Maybe Frank Herbert is a hypocrite. <laughs> I think Star Wars Maybe he first. stole everything he knew from Isaac Etimov. Some <laughs> other big differences between the novel and the movie, Dr. Leah Keys. Keens? Keys. Keys. Played by Sharon Duncan Brewster. Uh, they changed the gender from a male character in the book to a female character, obviously Sharon. Um, and then something else that is in the book that wasn't actually mentioned from what I remember in the movie is uh, Dr. Liet Keens is actually in the book is the father of um, Chani. Chani, Zendaya's character. I don't know, though, if they're going to have that translate over where um, she's, she's like the, the mother. mother, but yeah. I mean, I would assume we would there would have been maybe a mention or something, but yeah. we didn't hear or see anything there. Yeah. Um, and well, then I mean, also maybe, the way maybe. in which she dies is different. Mm. In the book, the male character uh, dies of dehydration face down in the dirt. Oh, this way in the movies, obviously a little bit more Hollywood epic where she gets eaten by a, 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 a sandworm <laughs> come and eat her and some some of the imperial Hadokians or those were imperial soldiers, right? Those were, those were the emperor's guard. The emperor's guard. Sar- yeah. Sarkins. The Emperor's New Groove? God. <laughs> uh, the Emperor's got no clothes. Uh, there's also a couple <laughs> other... I don't. I can't read the rest of this outline here unless you want to scroll down. Um, so there, it, there, one of the biggest differences in the book you kind of talked about with a lot of different characters, a lot of different narration, Dr. Yue's portrayal, mm-hmm. you know about that pretty much from the beginning of the book because you get right. his POV a lot and he talks about like his motivations and how they have his wife. You know, it's very, obviously, like, very, very small part of the movie here, but in the book, it's, like, it's treated in a a much bigger way, and, you know, there's also a lot more um, in Arrakis when they're there with just dinner parties and more of the political intrigue. Like, there's this big, big dinner chapter within the book uh, that's just this kind of, like, really great dialogue conversation of just everyone just, you know, getting in their little bits and stuff and you get it from like Paul's perspective of who's trying to do what and and um, that then leads into obviously like what happens when everything kind of goes to shit. I'm uh, sorry like uh, you said dinner party and my mind immediately went to um, the, the offices. Office. <laughs> the office dinner party. I'm like, was there a small screen? Was there this weird drama between America? 
<laughs> yeah, some vasectomy talk. Snip, snap, snip, snap. But it, it's like it's fascinating, and it, it obviously probably doesn't work for a movie. But you know, I think a lot of people did talk about with Dune in particular. Were like, oh, could this maybe have made a better miniseries on HBO Max, right? Especially because it was on the 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 stuff and everything. It was like you know, then you could have some more of that stuff. Yeah, that's from the book, really in there. Um, I think I mentioned it to Ravi right after we saw it. Um, I was like. I'm a little surprised they didn't go the the series route, um, because you know television is 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 being utilized so much now, uh, and people and it's it's not it's not like it used to be, right? Where budgets and special effects and stuff for movies is a clear first place. Like mm-hmm. TV's come a long way, and because Dune is so big, yeah, you know, but. There that being said, I'm really glad it wasn't. Yes, a movie. and like I would I'm, say, I that, I would say this movie. for the cast that they wanted, and I think they did a great job with casting. Mm, there is no way in hell they could have gotten that cast to do a miniseries because it's too much money. Like, think or? about this: for, like Jason Momoa alone, he's doing Aquaman. He has that C series on Apple TV, like which also has Dave Bautista. Oh, Dave, Dave Bautista, Bautista. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like I don't think, like from a logistics standpoint, it would have worked. You could wrap too expensive, way too expensive. Timothy Chalamet, you couldn't get Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, for. like I don't. It's Zendaya. Like, how does that work? Like, you pay him. I don't think it's <laughs> like because here's the thing: is like, yeah, I agree with you. No, I'm TV, TV, like content has definitely come a long, long way. Yeah, but I think it's like. It's just a logistics problem. There, there is there is a TV these. show coming. I just wanted to say that so it's since a you guys TV are talking, dying yeah, to say it, this, they a, have a series. Yeah. It's on the it's on the um uh that the group we just talked about the Benny Gesserit. Oh 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 yeah from HBO. It was, it was right? supposed to come. It was supposed to come out before the movie. Um, but it's it's hit a bunch of production roadblocks. But is it part of the same story? Is this its own Dune thing? I'm gonna get, I guess it's a part of their Duneverse. I'm sure it's a Duneverse. I bet it's a prequel. Denny's doing it. Oh wow! Yeah, or at least like, one episode. It seems like uh, oh, okay. uh, HBO Warner Media's like thing because you know the, s- the same thing is happening with the Suicide Squad and mm-hmm. the John Cena oh, show. Point. Same thing's happening with the Batman and the yep. the, the, the it's Gotham like, it's like it's like what Disney's thing. doing with Marvel. Right? Yeah, but they're yeah. like really, di- but they're working directly with the directors too. Of like, That's smart. You know, transfer your 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 vision over now to this like HBO Max. High quality, but you know, utilize a lot of money, yeah, um, type of thing. So, but utilize the advantage of TV uh, or you or know, le- streaming. Streaming, yeah. I mean, at this point, we have to call streaming different yeah, right. from TV, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. TV is still there for some reason. Streaming is, is TV, though, right? Because streaming is yeah. still like episodic, but I, mean, I would the say the media the is different is too. It's like TV, it's like it's always either like a tight, it's you know, it's 22 minutes, it's 48 minutes, you have to have ad breaks, you know, all the stories are kind of structured in a very similar way. While streaming, it's almost like that's true. You don't have to worry about ad breaks. You don't have to worry about length. You can structure it differently in terms of it's, if it's a binge, That's a good if it's point. week to week or whatever. So That's it, a good point, yeah. I think it's almost streaming not become this it's, it's, its own, its own thing. thing. And and I think like sure. all of these streaming services now are like must haves. The the streaming the the streaming shows have now taken that middle class of movie right where you know we've talked about this before. But it's like it's either the two hundred million dollar budget or the Oscar bait, you know, five million, indie. whatever, right? The indie type <laughs> movies, right. but that middle class of like eighty to one hundred million that used to be in the box office is now going in streaming. Yep. Mm. Of like here now, like stretch this out and do like ten million an episode. Yeah, because then look what happens: you get like a banger, like Squid Games, and yeah. boom, becomes a huge cultural phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. When the squid and those grow on trees. Out. No, they don't. They're like <laughs> far and few. Yeah. We all thought Foundation was going to be a banger, but Jesus, has that show uh, gone bad? Yeah. It's, it's not. It's good. not. It's not that it has gone bad, but the it's here's the production. Great, the the production is inconsistent. Here's a great example, oh. and this and this is not a spoiler. There's a part today in today's newest episode of Foundation <laughs> where one of the Please characters is is flying through space. Yeah. I know. I know. Is flying through space, and they say like very distinctly, like you need to like brace and do a flip thing to like save or whatever and she's flying through space and she sees a rock and she's like oh shit she turns and then the next shot is her landing safely on the platform like no real kind of like build up it's just like i see a rock and i'm gonna move and then that's it and then she's landed yeah it just felt very kind of cheap and something just not good something happened in that shoot yeah i don't know what <laughs> in that that specific scene because it was just like I, th- I feel like we're they cut two minutes or something. Maybe I'm like I. Uh, oh, I recently re- uh, started rewatching um, the Legend of Korra. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, which is the the Avatar sequel show, and awesome. I forgot how much they like 
on the reverse of that, like, upped the action in, in Korra because, like, especially the first few seasons of Avatar, you know, Aang is, you know, he's kind of weak. Yeah. He's not very, you know, he's, 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 it's he's, still he's a little boy. It's pretty... So, I'm actually... I just started rewatching Avatar, Avatar yeah. which is hilarious. I did that last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and... Uh, I I was I'm still amazed at like uh, that show when it came out like how good the action is sure. you know and you're right like obviously he's not as polished as a as, as a fighter but the the action's still really cool like what he does with airbending this is a whole different discussion yeah. but well, real quick if awesome. anyone cares I just started rewatching Voyager for some fucking weird oh, reason wow. how bad is it now it's like, actually not bad it. I'm enjoying it quite a bit uh, I I had to, I have to mention this though real quick I had to pause uh, watching Avatar. Because Kuroko's oh Basketball Season 3 finally hit Netflix. And we're up. And it is... Okay, back to Dune. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's get to our last action before we kind of close out here. Um, now, it's a little bit difficult to kind of give, you know, bold predictions when the source material has been around for 60-plus years. And also, someone who's already knows the future. And someone's already kind of read the books. And <laughs> Christian and I have been watching hundreds of hours of YouTube fucking videos. Um, so, I guess... Instead of saying bold prediction in terms of what we think is going to happen, based on what little we know in terms of what is going to happen, what do you think, uh, Denise, in the next film may change oh. or leave out um, in the next one? That's I, a hard question. I, I, Very hard I, question. Can I go first? It's yeah, also called please. bold. I'm calling it bold wart removals. So I think that they're going to open this up in terms of continuing on with the story where you can continue with... Chalamet and Zendaya instead of in the books and in the future books, right? You kind of deal with some different characters. They become secondary, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I think that they're going to, if there are more movies after part two. It's oh, so this, then you're just skipping part two and just going, I'm just talking, a Dune. Well, well, I'm saying like, they're going to, they're going Dune to verse. like, like part two is just going to end their story, right? I think it's going to keep it going some way. So, if there are more movies, it's about them. It's not about necessarily their offspring next necessarily for the next movie, right? So I think they really want to focus so on like book two is called Dune Messiah, yeah, and it is still very much about mm-hmm. Paul and them. Yep, it's but not I, until like but I book think three or four. Yeah, I think they're gonna make, keep it open ended enough to still continue with them as the main characters. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. they'll they'll potentially tweak it and maybe move some of those storylines into the present day because. Not to spoil the book too much, but nothing happens. Oh. Like nothing, nothing major happens. Nothing no. changes. Yeah, it's a training. It's all montage. a cycle. It is all a circle. Yeah, not a square, but a circle. Not a triangle. Not a triangle. Well, th- I mean, the big thing too is like the first book is very kind of like info heavy, but it's also like it's a big politics game, right? And if that's your your jollies and you'll you'll enjoy the second part well, you know in the book there's like a lot you know everyone makes fun of george lucas for episode one because it's like he wanted to make a movie about the trade trade federation. Now we know where that came from uh in dune there's huge chapters just about politics and yeah. like trade federations and all this shit so you know once again george is like just stealing let me make a movie that's just yeah. speaking well speaking about like um <laughs> trade federation that finds stuff. Uh, the Quinn guy, yeah. he did a re- recent video about the politics, and he broke down like the Space Guild, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the I forget what the other guild is, like the two main guilds that basically can kind of control the economy of the Spice. And he compared it to like airlines and Amazon, like distribution. Oh, and I was like, awesome. it's a perfect analogy of what well, is to happening there it, to yeah. like happening here. So oh, that's a great so idea. The crypto is the spice. No, because crypto doesn't really power anything. Not yet. yet. Um, gold <laughs> would still probably be the spice. I Gold's would not argue. real. Oil has. I don't know it's where oil like is. cooking oil. Oh, I thought spice melange was like cocaine. <laughs> uh, Christian, do you have, do you have a bold wart removal for? Uh, I do. Part two. Dude? I do. I just want to preface it with saying this is actually a really hard question for me and you because we haven't read the book. We've only seen some videos, but we've been watching more generalized videos on we're specific. Also, we're like also blowing past Dune into the future. future. Yeah, oh, well, I got I'm one. not. The Duke will die. Which Duke? Again. Yeah, he died already. <laughs> uh, we'll see Oscar Isaac naked again. Oh, God. Uh, no, I think the second uh, where where Villanova is that his, how you Villeneuve. Say his name? Villeneuve. Sorry, Villanova. Villeneuve. <laughs> the, Villanova the, sounds the, way cooler the, though. The, the the college basketball. I was gonna say team. basketball player. Uh, yeah. 
well, yeah, it was a basketball player too. Uh, he will maybe focus more on the Bene Gesserit uh, side of things, perhaps more so than they did in the books, just for the tie-in with the show Series. that I just learned about today. Wow. But honestly, and to me, though, I don't see why they wouldn't because um, it's the most mysterious, it seems to be right now, one of, if not the most mysterious part of this whole thing, the, sh- the, sh- the shadowy faction that controls everything from the shadows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Shadow. Yeah, exactly. Shadow. Shadows of Mordor. Um, so I would like to n- learn more about them. And, you know, even if we don't learn everything. There's a series coming out for that. There's a series, but well, you know, also, we need some tie-ins. There was a big tie-in they did with Fortnite. So uh, Dune That's 2 right. will, will all play out. It, I, Wait, what? <laughs> so the, the Paltrese <laughs> character and I think uh, Zanjai's uh, character, yeah. um, they're, in in, they're in Fortnite as playable characters. And w- so when I went to uh, Universal AMC in Los Angeles, we came out of the theater and they had the Fortnite bus set up outside. Yeah, that's been there for a while. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, really? It's been there for like three, four weeks. It wasn't weeks. actually in there when we went in. It's like, I think they like took it out and then they put it back. I wonder if it's drivable. It, it is. It's a bus. Yeah, but sometimes they'll prop buses. In the game. Yeah, so it may have flew away, came back. <laughs> Might have. Yeah. Yeah. So, was do you think the plan was if they didn't, if Warner was like, "No, we're not doing a sequel movie," they just would have had it play out over Fortnite? I mean, they showed that weird scene for Episode Nine in Fortnite before the movie came out, or or a trailer, something, uh. something like story driven for <laughs> for Episode Nine was dropped exclusively in Fortnite, and basically uh, Zuckerberg wants Fortnite as his metaverse. Uh, so for my bold wart removal, Meta will take over. Met no, yeah. By the way, we're also changing our name from "Was it good?" to uh, Meta. "Was it Meta?" <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, but my bold thing is going to be um, <laughs> this part two will be the last one that Denise directs. Denise. After this, he will be more of kind of like an EP overlooking mm. whatever franchise comes. That's a because shame. Because he the <laughs> way the uh, there's been a couple of interview or main, one main interview he did with Hollywood Reporter. Where he's like, I'm really, really thankful that we got a second one coming. I'm now super, super stressed because he doesn't feel it's enough time between now and 2023. Yeah, they said to specifically it's dropping in two years. Yeah, and he's like, I need more. He basically was like, I need more time. Well, initi- so I think he's yeah. gonna get stressed the fuck out. Initially, which sucks. initially he had asked to shoot these back to back. Yeah, but Warner was like, no, because Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, you know, didn't uh, make the box office that Warner had wanted. So we were like, um, let's see how part one does, and then we'll decide. Do you think this is like a big reason why sequels usually suck? Because the directors are just yeah. they have less time to. Yeah. Do you remember Spider Man so Three? Uh, yes, I that do. aged well. So maybe that's not the best. <laughs> I mean, it's Apple. still not a great movie. It's a no. great. The story is beautiful. <laughs> Mary Jane being backhanded by a, a drunken oh. emo Peter Parker. <laughs> What's not more story driven than that? <laughs> that's how Ravi was canceled. <laughs> I was canceled well before that. Bang. I don't know why I said that. Kids, it's that time. Oh. I will start us off. Nope. Arjuna should start us off. Ravi. Nope, I'm going to start us off. Thank you for your time. Are you Krishna? Uh, You can go ahead and start. Oh, nice. Um, (laughs) Ravi, was Dune part one good? I'm going to surprise you both with this answer. And uh, let me explain real quick. Yes, it was good, oh. and there's nothing to explain. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I thought you were going to complain about the CGI. I love the CGI. The CGI was incredible. The CGI was I know. Great. It was, it was, it was so good. Was Even the vagina-looking worms were like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> they were phallic in shit. every way possible. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? Oh, my God. Yeah. Anywho, Arjuna, was Dune part one, <laughs> the sequel to David Lynch's 1984 Dune? Because technically... Dune does believe in a multiverse. Good. I don't know what the fuck you just said, yeah. but yes, it was. <laughs> but uh, but it, but the, the 2021 Denis Villeneuve Dune was good. Um, it it met my expectations and and exceeded them. Did you uh, cry? No, I didn't cry. Oh, but cry I, I when? did. I did really enjoy the movie, and I think it's it's definitely one of my favorite movies of 2021. Wow. Probably right up there with like Green Knight. For me, Ooh, wow. oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot about Green Knight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's yeah, it. I know, I know. Guess yeah. that's the end of the pod. Yeah. So uh, go watch Triple Frontier, everyone. Krishna. Oh, 
Was Dune better than Triple Frontier? Yeah, Ooh. it was better. Oh, well, there we go. Then. So it was, it was good? Yeah, it was good. It was great. Um, it was better than Venom 2? So, uh, yeah, of course. Why did I have to think about that? Yes. I had to recall my mind. Like, what is Venom 2 again? Ah, oh, yes. Um, yeah, it was great. Cinematography was amazing. The music. We didn't even talk about that. Ah! Hans you know, Zimmer? I can't, I can't even... Was it Hans Zimmer? Hans Zimmer. Oh, shit. Good old um, Hans. Yeah, another another classic soundtrack. Iconic, iconic soundtrack. There was a movie, the he, cool. there was a movie he didn't um, oh, yeah. score because he was scoring this one. What was it? Was it Venom 2? Was it Tenet? It might have been Tenet. Oh. He was I, Tenet. I think Tenet was the first Christopher Nolan movie in a while. He had that Hans yeah, didn't Hans didn't do Tenet. Did Hans do Interstellar? Yes. Because yeah. Interstellar might be my favorite soundtrack of all time. Yeah. Yeah, Hans. Oh, Ludwig did a tenant. Right. Oh. That's his new guy. Oh, his Ooh, new wow. So Hans and Nolan are out. Wow. That's well, the end of a real Nolan, partnership. And Nolan left Warner, remember? There over everything with the, the streaming stuff. Oh, Hans is a company His man. new movie, I forget who he signed on with for his new movie. That's another World War Oppenheimer. II. Oppenheimer. Oh, is that the movie? I believe so. Yeah, it's another like World War Two. Oh, it's uh, is Bro, the creation of the atom bomb. Get out of the decade. Like, get out with something new. Come is it, on, it's the, it's the creation of the atom bomb, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Tenet wasn't yeah, World War Two. I'm the protagonist. That was World like War Three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but though? once you've done one, don't bother doing yeah. another. Oh, Actually, so Dunkirk was World War One. <laughs> I think it was wrong. Yeah, but once you've done one World War, <laughs> with Harry Styles. Yes, with Harry Styles, who's in um, that band whose name I can't remember. One Direction. Wow. That was quick. Fan much? I'm a big Direction. And with that, thank you for listening to our review of Dune Part 1. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram and TikTok at Was It Good Pod. Our full, uncut, unbiased opinions are in video format on YouTube.com slash Was It Good. And we will be back this coming week with a probably a split pod on news and also on Maybe the new Justice. Young Justice season four. Phantom H- HBO Max. Spoiler alert: the animation's not as good. Show what? what? <laughs> wow, <laughs> you're setting me up for failure it's here. It's the same animation. It feels a little blocky, but we'll get into it later. Not wow. now. This was a Dune pod. The pod's over. Dune. No more opinions. Let me pitch you on Kuroko's basketball. Goodbye. (laughs) Cut it, Mr. Learman. Cut the fucking thing.